Make sure all seats are in the upright position and trays are put away before we take off. Welcome to episode number 46 of the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. I'm your host, Woodrow Bellamy III. Today is Friday, November 6th. We have a very special guest on today's podcast. I recently had the chance to catch up with David Fox. He is the Vice President of In-Flight and Connectivity Services at Deutsche Telekom. And this was a really timely interview because Deutsche Telekom is a company that provides mobile phone and tablet device connectivity to mobile users on the ground and has been expanding its presence in supporting cellular roaming and connectivity in flight with some of Europe's largest airlines, including Lufthansa. They also recently did a deal with Cathay Pacific for a new in-flight Wi-Fi portal. With David, we discussed how Deutsche Telekom is expanding its presence in providing IFC and services for airlines, and David also provides some perspective on how they are trying to make the process for airline passenger journeys transitioning from one airport to the aircraft, then on to the destination airport, and the way that passengers stay connected in each of those phases. We also get into a discussion of how Deutsche and others are trying to make this entire process more seamless, as well as some other in-flight connectivity-related topics that Deutsche Telekom is working on. So let's get into our discussion with David Fox. He's the Vice President of In-Flight and Connectivity Services for Deutsche Telekom. So David, first, for those in our audience who may not be familiar with Deutsche Telekom, can you give us just an introduction and brief background on the organization, your job title and role with Deutsche Telekom, and what are some of the primarily uh, solutions that Deutsche provides to the aviation industry? Sure. So Deutsche Telekom is one of the world's leading integrated telco companies. So over across the world, we have more than 230 million subscribers. We're present in more than 50 countries and uh, relevant to the Wi-Fi part and in-flight, we are operating in excess of 20 million Wi-Fi hotspots around the world, either operating this uh, ourselves or through our partners. My role uh, is Vice President of In-Flight and Connectivity Services. So I head the in-flight connectivity effort of Deutsche Telekom. On the one hand, that's the ISP in-flight service. And on the other hand, it's the Deutsche Telekom part of the European aviation network. So that's the hybrid network in Europe that provides true broadband experience in the sky. Right. And I have a lot of questions to ask. I'm glad we were able to catch up with you because we've been seeing, um, you know, a lot more uh, activity from Deutsch in the IFC space in recent years. So it's great to catch up with you. Uh, Now, we saw a recent press release involving Deutsch and uh, Cathay Pacific specifically launching a new in-flight Wi-Fi portal. Now, can you start off by telling us a little bit about that? What is this new Wi-Fi portal that Cathay Pacific is launching? Sure, absolutely. So uh, we are, uh, or we have in the portfolio what we call the 
harmonized in-flight connectivity solution. Uh, and that is also uh, a project that we currently are integrating with Cathay Pacific. Um, in, in simple terms, it's basically um, a portal that takes away a lot of the pain points for the users when it comes to in-flight connectivity. So we are harmonizing the user experience across multiple internet providers. So we're doing away with different user interfaces, a complicated login, uh, potentially complex tariff structure, and, um, and any ambiguities uh, when it comes to how to utilize the service. So in essence, if you come on board, um, then the service will always look the same, no matter what device you are using, it will always behave the same, no matter what connectivity provider is actually behind providing uh, the service on board. So this is, um, this is basically like, like an additional layer that is going on top, aimed at, on the one hand, improving the user experience for the passenger, but it also has with it quite a host of other more strategic benefits, which we can talk about later. Right. Yeah. And and now, you know, when, when you look at, like you said, when you get on the aircraft and you look to connect to the in-flight internet, it is different, usually across different airlines. Uh, but now w with Cathay Pacific, um, you're saying you're able to sort of streamline that new and give them a new customer facing interface with this new portal by launching this now what, what is sort of the timing and you know when when can we expect that Cathay Pacific passengers would start using that yeah so actually the first phase of that project um, has gone into into soft launch now and um, we shall be expecting uh, let's say a rather soonish rollout um, of, of the first phase um, with uh, with Cathay Pacific. And are there other airlines using this same portal as Cathay Pacific? Yes, Woodrow. We're uh, providing our ISP services uh, actually since 2010. Uh, so this has uh, been very soon or very early to market, better say this. Um, and uh, of course, we're uh, we're delivering ISP service, amongst others, for example, on, on Lufthansa Group. Uh, for Lufthansa Eurowings, uh, for Austrian, for example. And um, there's modules of, of our solution in, in, in various different airlines. Yeah, and uh, you, oh, go ahead. You no, know, no, go ahead. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, and, you know, so speaking of your work with various airlines, and you have a very unique position, and you mentioned the European Aviation Network earlier. And I want to just, you know, better understand from your perspective, you all provide mobile network connectivity on the ground for mobile device users. Uh, and now, like we were saying earlier, you know, often across different airlines, it's different you know, based on the airline that you get on, how you're actually going to connect to the internet, uh, you know, what type of pricing is going to be in place for the service, what type of speed and connection you're going to expect. Um, how are you all from your perspective where, you know, you're providing this network to users on the ground already, they get on the aircraft. How are you looking to sort of sync that process up? Mm -hmm. Because it's very scattered today. Absolutely. And uh, well, let, let's take just a quick look at how, in most cases, um, the act of getting online for the passenger looks like. So if I go on board, first of all, I've got to find out that the aircraft is connected at all. 
Then I need to go around hunting for the SSID, which is the wireless network name. Um, then I'm probably navigating one portal where I've got to look for the option of getting the connectivity. Uh, once I've found that, um, then I'm presented with a whole host of different tariffs. Uh, I've got to then enter my credit card details probably while my neighbor is watching. Um, and a bonus step in some of the airlines uh, is also to interpret some dancing numbers and letters just to prove that you're a human. So um, <clears throat> the user experience team uh, of Deutsche Telekom, and we've looked at that and said, well, there's got to be a better way. So the portal as such for a, for a harmonized solution, I think it's, it's very important. And uh, and there are there are tons of good portals out there, but it's only the first step. So it's already a huge benefit to the to the user when the behavior of of such a portal is always the same. It's unambiguous. Uh, it has no barriers, and um, it allows sort of like a, ideally a repeated and repeatedly the same user experience to get uh, to get online that already takes one pain point away but that's really just on the surface now one of the main benefits of harmonizing the the the, the connectivity across your fleet for an airline is also that you're immediately creating a larger footprint and a footprint or the size of the footprint then becomes a really important factor on the one hand, with loyalty. So if you've got the same operation or front end on, on, on getting online, then you can, for example, easily and more easily uh, than, than with, a, with a diverse portal, for example, across different operators, offer uh, loyalty benefits like a discount or you, say you wanted to give free access for your diamond members or something like this. Uh, much easier if you've got a homogenous portal that, um, th th that, can, that can deal with that. But also think about the monetization aspect. So, and this is where we're getting into, into the more strategic aspects of this. So on the surface, well, it's, it's, it's just a nice uh, portal, but really also what's, what, what's, what's behind this in, in terms of looking at the benefits, the loyalty factors and offering a larger footprint, for example, to your sponsors. Because immediately, just with one integration, you could then integrate your advertising, your, uh, your sponsored access, for example. So if you, if you want to show uh, your passengers some content in return uh, for giving them some connectivity, all of that suddenly works across a much larger fleet um, or uh, will only have to be integrated once as a feature. The second aspect of this is also looking beyond the portal. Because if you've got a cohesive footprint, then making deals, for example, on the roaming side, and that's something that, that, that we're uh, obviously, as a, as a telco operator, that, that kind of stuff is in our DNA, uh, is a lot easier to find a partner and bring that to market and get another telco interested. Because just think about the marketing message behind that. Say, uh, operator X says, I have now got access for my subscribers on airline X or airline Y. 
is a much easier message for that operator to, to broadcast than to say, I've got access for you, dear customer, on airline Y, but only the flights that are on an A340 and have XYZ as a satellite operator, which to the normal user, not somebody from the IFC industry or around uh, around that area like you and I are, uh, it's it's not something that you can bring across. It's much easier to the passenger to say, well, look, if you fly airline X, then you will have access. And that's really one of the, let's say, the long-term benefits uh, of having a harmonized solution uh, to deal with your in-flight connectivity. And, you know, you actually got right into my next question. I wanted to follow up exactly on what you mentioned about sponsored connectivity and the way that, you know, if you're an airline IFEC manager and, you, you know, let's say you do acquire Deutsche Telekom's in-flight Wi-Fi portal and you have an existing connectivity provider, how do you make that you know, sponsored connectivity happen? Do, are, do they take your portal and they're able to sort of layer a sponsored message on it once the customer logs in and then they can kind of justify the cost of paying that in-flight connectivity service provider? Well, that's that. That's an example. I mean, the um, um, the solution as such. Um, I mean, from from what we've got in our portfolio. I mean, it's it's fully modular. So, uh, yes, we do have a feature whereby you can you can introduce uh, sponsored access um, and and offer that to your customers. Um, depending on the area, we could also help um, find uh, such a sponsor or uh, a roaming partner because. For example, in Deutsche Telekom, we entertain around 600 roaming agreements with our telco partners around the world. So these are the agreements that allow you as a user, if I don't know, for example, if, you, if you're a customer of T-Mobile in the US, uh, you can go abroad. Uh, but then you're using a local network maybe of Telecom Germany or uh, one of our uh, um, other partner telcos in Europe or wherever you're going. Uh, and based on this, the relationships are already there, and that makes it already easier for us to to foster a relationship between the airline and maybe uh, the the most relevant local telco. And I'm under no illusion that, despite the fact that we're in 50 countries, that we are the most relevant telco always for that uh, for that particular airline. It works beautifully with Lufthansa, but um, I, I, you know, if, if you go to Asia or um, uh, other markets, um, that may be uh, a totally different telco. But there's a good chance we already have a roaming agreement with them. So we can actually foster uh, a, a dialogue here uh, and come up with a good proposition that works for both the telco and the airline. Um, and um, uh, then bring that on board. Uh, as a uh, as an added feature, and that also to make it attractive to that telco, um, for that it's important to have a harmonized solution because it's much more attractive. Say your fleet has three hundred aircraft, and beforehand you probably had two, maybe even maybe even three connectivity providers. Um, it's much more relevant if I can offer to my partner 300 
tails uh, as a um, uh, as a footprint than three lots of a hundred or and would all together with um, you know spread over uh, um, three connectivity providers uh, and connected with three different technical integrations, all of which attracts uh, a lot of new effort and resources. And this is something that we can overcome by introducing our hubbing solution for, for Wi-Fi roaming into the mix. And, you know, you, the, the other, you, that is the other point I wanted to ask you about is about uh, the roaming and how that works actually mm-hmm. in flight. Now, if you are, and I, and I know, you know, I want to get more into your um, partnership with Lufthansa as well and, and there in Europe. But if you're on a flight and let's say you are a Deutsche Telekom mobile user just on the ground in general, you happen to be on a Lufthansa flight in Europe. What is, how does the roaming work today? I mean, you, you, can you actually, you know, make uh, phone calls or use the same kind of mobile connectivity that you would use on the ground? How does that work in the air? Okay. Um, we've tried to make it as easy as possible. Um, if you're a customer of, of Telekom Deutschland uh, our, uh, or any of our European uh, operators, um, you will have access to an app that, that lives on your phone. Um, that app actually uh, recognizes uh, that there is a in-flight Wi-Fi hotspot around and it will then just ask you to press a button and, and connect. So now that already skips a lot of the steps that um, I just mentioned before, including you know finding out um, that uh, the, the the aircraft is connected and all of all of the other good stuff. Now you're asking about voice. Um, this is really up to the airline. So some airlines prefer their passengers not to make voice calls, and uh, that's something um, you know that's a policy that we that, that we honor. Um, that's really something the airline can can decide. But once once you're connected to the internet, and really depending on the uh, speed and latency of your connection, that's something that's obviously different in speed and latency. If you're on something like the European Aviation Network, where you've got more like a mobile broadband experience, um, or uh, if you're uh, introducing, for example, the somewhat longer latency of a satellite connection. But the good thing about that is the customer doesn't need to know. They don't need to care. They they just know, can I be connected or not? And if they can be connected, they just push a button and the device goes online. Uh, and that brings a whole host of benefits to both the airline, but also... Um, also to us as a telco, I'll, I'll, I'll be very honest about that. To us, it's a wonderful, wonderful extension of the portfolio. It adds a lot of value to our tariffs. So we're also using the fact that we can offer this as an argument to upsell tariffs to our customers. So uh, and, and say, look, if you don't choose you know, the small package, but you are going rather go for the medium one, then you'll also get um, free uh, in-flight access in on the short haul in Europe. And um, it, it also, you know, helps us improve the value proposition to our customers. 
but it also works vice versa, um, especially when it comes to the business customers, because that's that's obviously um, you know a, a major um, a major loyalty uh, a benefit both to the telco but also um, to the airline. Think about me having to make a choice if I've got two two offers. Uh, airline A and airline B, and I know, let's say the ticket prices were the, were the same or around the same. Um, if I can access the internet as part of my bundle, rather than having to pay for it separately on, uh, um, you know, on on airline B, I would immediately have a natural preference. So it, it's something that that as an ecosystem works beautifully together. Very interesting. And now, you know, and there was an interesting announcement that Deutsche Telekom had earlier this year with Lufthansa in particular that gets exactly into what you were just talking about. I want to just um, give listeners a little bit of an overview of that. Um, can you just tell us a little bit more about how you expanded your partnership with Lufthansa earlier this year uh, and just how, you know, what, what new kind of benefits that brings to, to that airline? Sure. So, um, as you know, we've been um, delivering the, the the ISP services for Lufthansa on the long haul already since 2010. Uh, that started on the long haul, and we are now um, delivering this um, also on on the short haul. That's in in partnership with uh, with Inmarsat, who are the the, the connectivity providers um, on the uh, short and medium haul fleet there. Um, We've always had the opportunity for telecom customers to log on with their plan credentials. So if you if you have a contract as a mobile subscriber with a telecom in Germany, then you also get a set of credentials to log into our partners' hotspots and, and, and our own. And one of one part of that footprint was actually um, the um, the, um, the, uh, the the footprint in flight. Now, what's changed is that for for the short haul, we've been we've been uh, able to come to an arrangement where we are now changing the proposition to a. I wouldn't say free offer because you will. I would say it's a bundled offer, so it's no extra cost to to our subscribers. Before that, it was uh, a typical setup with a run-on rate. But now, at no extra cost, um, as a telecom subscriber, you can um, you can go on board of any um, Lufthansa Austrian aircraft and, um, and then enjoy uh, the 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 connectivity as part of your bundle. And the benefits are pretty much like what I just described. So there are it's it's give and take on on, on either side. So on the one hand, we're driving. Uh, additional take rates uh, simply um, because we're taking away the hurdle of the decision process where I said, oh, am I spending now this on getting connected? Oh, no, it's part of my bundle. Let me go online. Let me send that WhatsApp. And um, um, that also serves a little bit as um, a messenger for, for the rest of the cabin where I can certainly see, oh, there's, there's, there's someone else uh, right in the seat next to me and uh, they're getting online. Well, let me do that as well. And uh, um, if you're a telecom customer, 
and that's that's what it works uh, for us. Or if you're one uh, one of the, um, the the roaming partners, um, you can use the service um, either um, through the portal, but uh, and just entering your credentials, or simply by pushing the button on an app, or for example, your local operator's app. For example, uh, with Wi-Fi aggregators such as iPass and Boingo, that has already been been implemented there. And uh, yeah, um, it's to to us. It's been the right decision to make. Um, we've uh, we've had good take up um, in the uh, in in the subscription rate to 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 that bundle. And um, yeah, well, hopefully we can uh, we can continue uh, this uh, for uh, for as long as possible. And you know, speaking of that, you know. Considering um, you know your you all's position in the market as a telecom provider, how do you see just this relationship between the airlines and the service providers, both on the ground and in the air, sort of continuing to evolve into the future? Because it's very interesting just to think about you know if you're in an airport, you're using one type of internet service, then you get on the airplane and you have a different one, and then you get to your destination and you you have another network. Um, how do you just see that whole relationship and that entire? kind of gate-to-gate passenger experience mm-hmm. continuing to evolve into the future? Uh, well, Woodrow, you've already kind of formulated uh, my vision of the future. Um, to me, the future is seamless. It's, it's got to be seamless. So um, even though we've made good headway by developing the apps and um, already taking away a lot of unnecessary steps for the user, to me, my picture uh, of the right user experience would be the internet in the aircraft has got to be like the internet at home. Uh, on the one hand, like at home, uh, this is this has got to be as fast and as uh, and and with as low a latency as possible. That's one aspect of it. But it's the probably in flight more important aspect is how to get online and. Uh, this will have to become just as easy um, as on the ground. And we're working on that as well um, with, uh, um, you know, trialing out, um, for example, a seamless logon uh, through Wi-Fi roaming, through protocols like EPSIM, Passpoint. Um, there will probably be more to be told in the uh, in, in a future not too far away. Um, but uh, really, this is our overall target to make to make the customer, make the passenger connected. And I think once this kind of seamless connectivity reaches a critical mass, um, it will it will also change what kind of business models, what kind of um, monetization uh, um, possibilities are available. Uh, uh, in the cabin, because um, my thesis and and that is shared by by a lot of my peers in the industry is the connected the connected passenger is a, a happy passenger because just can uh, get online, but also it's a more valuable passenger um, because I can engage and interact better and uh, by being able to tying this for example into into loyalty programs i can also then address that passenger in a in a tailor-made fashion so in short um the future is seamless we're working on it 
Well, let me just say, David, it was a very educational, informative interview. You know, it's been a while since I've been able to actually fly to Europe, one of my, uh, you know, favorite areas and regions to to fly to. Um, before we let you go, just for the rest of the year and, you know, going into 2021, obviously very unprecedented time right now with COVID-19. What, you know, how is your, your team going to continue to work maybe remotely? And, and what kind of factors are you focused on as we just try to get back to some sense of of normalcy, uh, you know, despite this unprecedented situation with COVID-19? Well, uh, I think 2020 has been uh, challenging, to say the least, for for everyone, in particular in, in the aviation industry, and there's no exception uh, for the in-flight team here of, of Deutsche Telekom. Um, but what it also showed is that if you've got uh, you know the, the the right relationship with your with your customers. Um, there's already established rapport um, with the tools that are available, and we are much into agile development. Uh, a lot of the alignment already happened in a virtual space because, well, we're based in Germany. Uh, it's not the center of the world. Uh, a lot of our customers are located elsewhere, and we were in a somewhat better position as we already had such a virtual collaboration with the right tools in place when when COVID hit us. Um, looking forward, I think there's also a chance for in-flight connectivity in, in this crisis because um, now with different hygiene concepts, with the you know, with paper uh, literature going extinct in the cabin, uh, the digitization of of the cabin is becoming all the more important. So um, I don't think in-flight connectivity will go out of fashion anytime soon. I see. I certainly don't think either. And I think even, you know, being at home so much with COVID-19, we're probably passengers when they do get back on are going to expect the internet to, to act like it does at home, like you said. So David Fox of Deutsche Telekom, thank you for coming on the podcast today. My pleasure. So that brings us to the end of this episode. As always, please subscribe to us on Apple's podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Woodrow Bellamy III. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. <laughs>